Hey, and welcome back to my podcast, No Bullshit with Joe. And today, I want to talk to you guys about story time. So let's begin. It was a dark night, colder than usual. In a house in the middle of nowhere, in one of the bedrooms, a young girl stirred, gently in her sleep. Awakening, she sat up as the faint sound of a child's cry broke the peaceful calmness. Not sure she was fully awake, she rubbed her eyes. The night air felt tense, like a static electricity was floating in and out of the room. The cry came again. Click. She turned on her bedside lamp. Studying the room, wooden floorboards, whitewashed walls, and a set of dark red curtains kept out any daylight. Bedside cabinet held the, the bedside cabinet housed the lamp. From it, a dull glow. Underneath the dull glow, a stone she had found early in the day was still there. Dark black in colour, like that from a gem of a necklace. She looked over to her desk. All paperwork was still there. Being a writer, she had lots and lots of notes. To other, to other people's eyes, they made no sense. But to hers, total sense. Paper scattered everywhere. By now she was now sat upright properly. And there was a pain in her ribs. She clutched her sides. Looking at her ribs and looking at her hand. She realised that there was bruises across her ribs. Very much like that of somebody's fingers. Long fingers. The lady's ears picked up. Weight on the floorboards near her bedroom door had squeaked. Someone was there. But who could it be? Because she lived alone. She froze allowing her eyes to be forced to look at the time. It was 3.30am in the morning. Well, to be precise, to 3.33. She'd been alone for the last two years. Her boyfriend was a dick, so she'd kicked him out. She steadied her breathing as the young girl's cry broke the silence again. Unsteady on her feet, Lucy stood up, being as silent as she could. Her left hand still clasped around her ribs. She walked one tiny slow tap at a time. Across the wooden floorboards towards her desk, praying that they did not creak under the weight of her feet. Her fumbling hand clasped the top drawer, sliding it open as silently as she could. She clasped the dagger handle and gently pulled it out of its large brown sheath. Her dad had given it to her as he'd laid dying in her arms. The bear that he'd been trying to rescue from the from the entangled fence had mauled him. She had forgiven the bear. It was the risk of the job and her dad had died doing something that he loved. The dagger was sharp. She gripped the handle tightly and breathed out. Breathing out, she realised that she'd been holding her breath. The soft glow of the bedside lamp only reaching to her doorway. The corridor was in total darkness. She always left the corridor light on. Somebody had turned it off. Hello? 
she shouted into the darkness. This was met with a cackle like that of a witch. Then, a th then a thud as someone or something went running down the stairs. Coldness seemed to enter her body and go down to her bones. Her hands shaking, Lucy made her, her way into the landing and slowly started the descent down the dark wooden stairway. As she rounded the corner into the kitchen, she froze. She'd been convincing herself that she was imagining it, but the door was wide open and in front of her was pure blackness leading into the night sky. In front of her, she saw a doorway. The door opened, obviously. Quarry towels beneath her feet. She started walking towards the door, dagger in hand. Her other hand clasping her tender ribs. You have taken it. The voice came as she continued to walk towards the door. Her heart thumped hard in her chest. Taken what she thought to herself. I'm under attack. I have no phone. No one below. I'm all alone. What have I taken? As she got to the front door, the voice came again. You have taken it. Lucy, hands shaking, sweat dripping off her head, forehead. She slipped on a pair of old Wellington boots and made her way into the darkness, following the noise of the voice. You have taken it. The trees in the darkness loomed like giants reaching out towards her. She was scared. She was more than scared, she was terrified. She wanted to turn and go out towards the house. But something, an invisible force, seemed to be dragging her towards the noise. You have taken it. She breathed in and breathed out slowly, trying to calm her nerves. Because in front of her, Near one of the trees, hunched over, was a creature-like person. Like something out of your worst nightmare. Lucy looked, frozen to the spot, as the creature, round and large like a rock at first, stood up. On it was a hat, a big pointy hat with long gnarled fingers and a big pointy curved nose. In her hand, she had a broomstick. She was short and fat and a cackle escaped its ugly, its ugly face. 
Suddenly, Lucy got shooting pains in her arms and her legs, and she found herself being dragged in the direction of what she can only see and explain as her worst nightmare. As she got to it, she was she looked down at her wrists and realised that there was barbed wire wrapped around them and it was tightening into her veins and into her flesh and cutting deep into her bones. She screamed and screamed, but nobody could hear her. Looking to her right, there was a shallow grave beneath a big oak tree. She could just make it out in the dark. A piece of barbed wire seemed to shoot through the middle of her chest and out the other side, making her scream in agony as what could only look like parts of her heart were dragged through her body and out the other side. Bang! She was thrown into this deep, this shallow grave and soil was poured over her. She choked and coughed and spluttered. She breathed in and out only to absorb lumps of soil. Suddenly, Lucy awoke sitting bolt upright in bed. The bedside lamp was on. The stone under the lamp. She looked down at her wrists, praying and hoping it was just a dream. It's just a dream, it's just a dream. She had scratch marks all over her wrists and all over her arms, and all over her legs. Lucy. 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 The voice came. She looked towards the door. And there stood. Herself. Her own self. Like a mirror staring back at her. She closed her eyes and then opened them again. And it was gone. Standing up. She looked around the room confused and then opened her curtains. It was daytime. What was going on? Had it genuinely just been a dream? Had that image she'd seen not been real? Just like trauma response from the nightmare she'd just had? Lucy made her way down the stairs. The front door to the house was locked. But she had to go. She had to go and check the tree. She made her way up to the big oak tree. The gravestone came into existence. On it wrote, Here lies Lucy.